Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacks' Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. My lap Mo. You already know where it is. You know how the tink set. And lockdown has been extended. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So July 19th is the new date now? July 19th. Yeah, I think it's July 19th now. Isn't it? Sweet. No, I, I don't know. I've, I've stopped keeping track of these things. Yeah. Do you mind? It doesn't change much. Social distancing is out the window right now. It's, it's a bit of a yeah. Thing. I was gonna say. <laughs> it's a bit of a man. Right? No one cares about social distancing no anymore. Well, yeah. Um, how's everyone doing today? We didn't really try to get a chance to say hi because we just kind of went straight into it. No foreplay. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm uh, I'm dealing with hay fever, so one of my eyes looks like I've been beaten up, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise I'm alright. Mm. Moses, I won't do it. Um, I'm alright, you know, I'm alright. Um, yeah, I'm alright. I am. Good. How are you? How about you, Robert? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm you, glad it's the weekend. Yeah, I did like no work today. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the perks of working from home. No one can see what you're doing or what you're not doing. It's great. Stress. But as a Christian man, doesn't the eyes of the Lord remain upon you all the days of your life? Yeah, he sees me, and then when I pray for repentance, he'll forgive me. Amen. <laughs> you see, he was heathen. Hmm. But yeah, cool. Let's get into it. Who's who's on the hot seat this week? You. Is it me again already? Because it was Peter last week. It was me the week before. True, 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 true. No, it was wasn't it me the week before, Peter? Well, I had a feeling it was Mo this week. Yeah, I thought well, it was Mo. I'll, 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 t- I'll take it, in it. It's cool. I thought it was Mo. All right, Peter, you go first because I haven't got a question yet. So all uh, of that, so, you got a question. I I do. So Mo, the Bible says, um, "Before there were Nephilim before and after the flood." Mm-hmm. It also says that the flood killed anything with breath, except for those in the ark. Mm. There are also multiple instances where it says the children of Israel killed or the Amalekites or something. Mm. But then afterwards we will see more Amalekites. Um, And we saw that a number of times. So my question to you is what's going on there? Is that a contradiction in the Bible or what's happening? Um, So I wouldn't say it's a contradiction. The the way that I would go about it and some of you as a cop-out, I will. Um, <laughs> the way that I'd go about it is almost mandem are still reproducing isn't it? Like, sorry? people are still reproducing okay. and the, um, the Nephilim were essentially angels sleeping with men as I understand it um, mm. and I don't think that that um, has particularly ended I, I still okay. think that it's going on now Oh, okay. Because the, the stories, there's one woman that came on this morning talking about she's sleeping with spirits. Indeed, indeed. Like she, uh, has, no, no, yeah, like but... she has abandoned, she has abandoned human relationships to sleep yeah. with spirits. A shower for the spirits. It is mine. Uh, I don't know about her credibility, but no, fair point. What's, fair point. What's her race? What's her race, please, Moses? <laughs> Obroni. Okay, if cool, you yeah, understand that, you understand that. Speaking short. So it's, I still think, and even in terms of, um, I'm not quite sure which cults and stuff it is, but they're like sexual rituals that are part mm. of, their, of their practices. Um, and some of these things are very, 
um, they're almost like inducing spirits and stuff like that or inviting spirits into these things. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if okay. these practices just continued. Okay. As opposed to there was almost like this hidden cave where some of the Nephilim went and lived or whatever and then came out right afterwards. So I think it's a perpetual thing where the sons of that like the fallen angels are still sleeping with the sons of the daughters of men. Okay. Well, what about the groups of people like the Amalekites or I can't remember the other group where they would literally say, you know, they killed everyone. But then the next chapter, they'll pop up again. Um, so I know that there's been accounts in the Bible where they would say, and I think it's just a, a phraseology or just the way that they kind of put things together. Don't be mm. like, um, there was one particular ins um, instance that I was like, wow, that's a bit mad. They're like, yeah, they killed everyone apart from the 400 men that ran away. I'm like, then that's, that's 400 is a substantial number. That's not everyone. So how could you say they killed everyone apart from the 400 that ran away? Um, and that was one thing that really stood. And even um, the in the Old Testament where there was the case of someone killing a king and then um, they set up posts at the palace, at the entrance of the town, and whoever was going to come through had to say Shibboleth. But they had a lisp, so if they couldn't say it properly, then they would get killed. Um, mm. In that account as well, it says that they killed everyone, apart from there was a few. There was a few of them that promised the king that they had stored treasures in the wilderness. Not only would they surrender to the king, but they would also give him those treasures. And so it says that he killed everyone, and then it says, but he kept like th this number of people because of this promise. Um, okay. And so that language has been used throughout the Bible a couple of times. Um, so I think it, it may be a case of um, to indicate the multitude and whoever may have escaped would be a, like a very small minority. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's what comes to mind. I don't know if that's true, but that's what comes to mind. Okay. Yeah, I think um, I was reading about this, and um, from what I was reading, it was a similar. It was a similar thing. They said it was sort of Hebrew uh, literature, and mm. using phrases that can be viewed almost as hyperbole. So, you know, saying if someone was to say, you know, they defeated the gym, like, you know, when they had dojo wars back in, you know, feudal mm. Japan or something, and someone says, oh, I, he defeated the gym, it could just mean he defeated the sensei. Yeah. It could mean he defeated all the black belts. Like, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to mean that he beat every single person there, mm. new belts all the way up to the founder, you know. So it could just be a turn of phrase and that they believe it, it virtually was. And it wasn't considered... Um, contradictory because they made records of the fact that those people still existed like if you wanted yeah. to present a certain idea then you wouldn't have to you you, you would change you know what you document yeah but they yeah. viewed it very much as just a turn of phrase and so yeah so it's similar to what you're saying but yeah no that's a good answer cool. it turns out i did have a question just for work because i thought about it during the week so my question is moses um during biblical times, and I guess these um, modern-day times as well, what happens to a demon or a spirit after it gets cast out of a person? Mm -hmm. so, and, and hold on, and part two, and does what happened to them, did that same thing happen to the legion that, Je that Jesus sent into the pigs that felt, then went into the river? Mm -hmm. um, good, good question. Um... So when Jesus speaking about demons being cast out, um, he said um, they wander in dry places and they gather seven more sinister than themselves and come back to the place that they were before and having found it swept and clean, they inhabit and the person's state is worse than before, which would insinuate that they don't necessarily... Um, 
there, for now anyways, there isn't a designated space um, for them. I know that the, the lake of fire was initially created for the fallen angels. And from what I understand, it's almost like um, at the, in Revelations, it almost speaks about at the final coming, at the second coming, like death and Hades and everyone who was found unworthy of, of the kingdom would almost be turned over to the lake of fire, which the Bible says that the, the Lucifer and his, his angels were apportioned a place there. Um, and even when Jesus was casting out a demon, the demon said, have you come to torture me before time, before it's time? Um, so that leads me to understand that there's a designated time for the devil and the fallen angels to be almost swept into the lake of fire, which then means that they're still um, almost lingering within the, um, within, within the spiritual realm. Um, and so the Bible then uses language like we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, um, and which which almost insinuates again that there's there's a realm in which they they have inhabit, and not just inhabit on like standby, but they're active. Um, and so when one gets cast out, they almost just come out of the bod person or whatever, and go like just wander within that realm until they they try to do a thing again. Um, so that that would be my understanding. So it's not so much that there's a space or place for them um, outside of the spiritual realm, um, which, yeah, but there is a final destination for them, which is Hellfire. Mm. And then what happened to the legion that Jesus cast into the pigs and then went to drown themselves? The same so thing? So I think, I, think it, I would say it's the same thing because once they inhabited the pigs, when the pigs ran um, off the cliff into the water, they had essentially lost their physical dwelling place. And so that then means that wherever they were inhabiting, they had to vacate and, and just, um, yeah, just go somewhere else into the, into the spiritual realm because um, the, the physicality wasn't, their physical abode was no longer there. Um, and one thing that I really like about that, so it's not so much trivia, but um, one thing that I really like about that account is Jesus was willing to totally transform the economic structure of a, of a, of a country, of, of a city, to save one person. Because oh. there, was, there was like like a whole herd of pigs. I'm not sure if, if they're called herd, um, but whatever, like, and all of them ran off the cliff. And so whichever farmer that was, he has just lost all of his pigs. So financially, I'm sure that would have hit him hard. But Jesus saw the release of one person as being more valuable than the economic safety of another person. And I find that interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Dope. Yeah. Cool. All right. That was fun. All right. So before I get to topic two of today, just wanted to run through a few news article things I saw this week that I thought were interesting. Well, it wasn't in the news. It was just in like media. So that um they're turning Tim Drake gay in the comics. Who's Tim, Tim Drake? Drake. Yeah. He's like the fourth. Is he the oh. fourth Robin? Or is he the third one? He's after Jason Todd, isn't he? But did he come before Damien? Yes. Like I, know, I know Damien's younger, but didn't Damien come before Tim? Or, or am I missed on? Missed no, no, Robin? no. I think Tim Tim was there before Damien, because then Tim goes on to become Red Robin. Is it Red yeah. Robin? Yeah. And that was such a crap name change. <laughs> it was. It was, to be honest. There's... Uh... What? Oh, they turn him gay. Of course they are. Yeah, man. He's he's like going on dates with guys and all that good stuff. But yeah, that was that. And then this this week, um, Tupac would have turned fifty. So Jada Pickett Smith released a never before seen poem that Tupac has sent to her on Instagram. Another entanglement. Oh, bro. 
I just find it so funny. Like, whenever she like talks about Tupac, you can just tell how much she still loves him. And it must be so annoying for Will Smith. Yeah, they they have their own interesting relationship. Oh yeah, and then Victoria's Secrets is going through a rebrand, which I don't think is going to go well at all. <laughs> oh, I, I'm curious as to why you know that, but there you go. Because it was in the news. Interesting. They're going for a rebrand to be more inclusive, and they've got and they've got all these all these new spokespeople, but not going to be lingerie. They're going to do a ten part podcast. What? <laughs> wait, wait. Who who engages with Victoria's Secrets for a podcast? Who wants to listen? Nobody. Who Nobody. wants to listen? Oh to no, the they'll podcast? have they'll have people. They'll have people. They'll get a few celebrities uh, to to speak about it, or they'll they'll pay some good amounts to advertise it. They'll have people listen. Yeah, I don't think things are gonna go well. So. If guys want to get yourself on phone, fix Victoria's Secret, get it quick because <laughs> I don't see their future being very bright. But anyway, let's get into the topic for today. So, on Instagram this week, I think it was this week, um, you know Ezekiel the poet, the yes. younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he knows what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Eligibility. Yes. So, he started this like matchmaking thing on Instagram where he's getting, well, this week he got like guys to like send like a picture, give their name, their age, what they do, and like a little bio of like what they're looking in like a woman. Mm. Is that real? Is it like is it is it a real thing or is it just a joke? Oh no, I think it's a real thing. And like they had like a whole Instagram live where where like they would match guys with women who said they were interested in in the guys and okay. Okay. apparently it was really good. Okay. And then what happened? And I was just looking through like some of the comments of the pictures and then like the women giving their comments and all of this, they were having a good time. And then it just reminds me of this whole thing about, you know, women saying that, you know, there's no good men in the church, we're all the good men. Duh, 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 duh. Mm. And I've also been listening to a bit of Ke- um, Kevin Samuels over the past few weeks. But <laughs> 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 those who don't know, Kevin Samuels is like this. He, he's like a relationship guy? guru. 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 Yeah. Is he? Is he like that? That Jackson guy or whatever? No, 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 no. He's like the complete opposite spectrum. So, like, so, 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 do you have kids? Um, rate yourself from like one to ten, but you can't use seven. <laughs> <laughs> and Man's then taking out the handicap. <laughs> and then he will like break down all the reasons why these women aren't getting the men that they want. Mm. And to be honest, a lot of the women that call in are very silly with like the, the reasons for the men that, why they deserve the men that they want. Mm. None of that. They want the high value man, but they ain't the high value women. It's hey. great stuff. It's it's so entertaining to watch. And so I thought, what if there was like an intersect with like these two things? And so I, I had a theory, and I want to throw out to you guys. We might get in trouble. We might not. Don't worry. You guys are married, so you're, you're safe. <laughs> All right. But what if the reasons mm-hmm. so many Christian women can't find partners? It's because they are not what what Christian men are looking for in partners. Ooh. I know that's crazy to say, <laughs> but you never hear. Well, you you rarely hear men saying that it's hard to find a good Christian girl. And mm. I think that with and I think with a lot a lot of women, they kind of price themselves out of potential suitors based on what they want in a man okay 
<laughs> Take a second. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just dusting off my my little space on this fence because I'm gonna sound hella neutral right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I am particularly sensitive to this because I know some ladies that are like in that situation where they're like they can't find a a decent a decent guy and for some of them you know you know their backstory you know sort of the things maybe they've been through and it's like okay it's not like they're pricing themselves out of things it's not like they're looking for something unreasonable it is quite literally that for whatever reason in the church there are no guys of in their particular branch there's no guys of a certain age and in the various spheres of social activity that they find themselves in, they're not meeting Christian guys of you know. So I I I, I hesitate to sort of um, of the intended caliber. <laughs> I, I hesitate to sort of paint them with a broad brush, mm. if that makes sense. Okay, no, okay, then take the fine brush then. The, the fine brush, I think, is. The yeah, I, I think maybe there's there's a there's a need for more things like what what Ezekiel's doing. Like there's a need for more intentional. Yo, we're we're doing matchmaking over here. Like if you're looking for someone, come round. Like you know, your Christian mingle. Your if there's a Christian version of Tinder, <laughs> stuff like that. I think maybe there's 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 more need for that because back in the day, they were literally doing arranged marriages and i think if i'm correct um cultures that still maintain arranged marriages tend to have a higher or uh, a higher rate of successful marriages yeah, yeah. that's what and, I and, about, yeah. and 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 so i think there's there's something there that there, there's something yeah. there to you know the the criteria for getting into marriage not being what western society's rom-coms have made it where i need to be head over heels in love and he needs to have like an eight pack and she needs to be slim thick i saw that on one of the eligible posters (laughs) and then you changed it it. (laughs) yeah you know um and, and where it's more so um yeah, yeah, we're, we're, it, there's a different model. And so if we're bringing people together that are looking for partners, we're bringing people together that are looking for partners and, and we're creating a space where you can come and, you know, we all understand that we're here looking for partners. You're looking around the room and, and you're open, you know. So that's that's what I think the nuance is, is maybe we, we've got the wrong standards for the criteria of what it takes to enter into marriage. Do you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll come. I'll just work all the way to the left car. I went always in the church, in it. I went always <laughs> in the church. And, oh, and smash bros, smash bros. Bro, bro, I went always in the church, and my man them that weren't in the church were always like, "Yo, bro, get yourself a church girl, cause them men are freaks." Come on, come, amen, amen. <laughs> You know, like that, like that, that, that was the thing, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, bro, you can make them clap, and they won't be Ooh. clapping with their hands. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> yo, can you relax? Wet with that holding water. Hey, fam, douse, <laughs> just dripping on them. Hey, <laughs> I swear, Peter might cut all of this part out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just waiting for my internet to, to mess up so I can be kicked out of the conversation. <laughs> so, like, and and this, but, but in coming to the church, I do recognise that there are some serious girls who are, like, in the church who are actually like, no, like, I'm about, I'm about what I'm about. Um, but at the same time, men them in the church fall into these categories as well. Some men them are just about trying to get their thing done. Um, other men them actually like not like I'm actually trying to be about what I say I'm about, and I'm saying this to say I don't think that it's it's um 
I don't think it's particularly women having high standards um, because guys from outside of the church are coming through and smashing. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think it's them. Not all of them. Standards. Not all of them. Not all of them. Well, hold on. With, with that. <laughs> But but for the most part, the man them that are coming through that I knew anyways were these trapped ons with cars and blah blah blah, and so it may have been the appeal, the look, and that's what I'm saying. And, 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 that's, and that's what I was gonna. And that's what I was gonna say that you, if they're being drawn in by by, by the track guys, then how much of a serious Christian <laughs> are you really? And how how I, serious you know, are you, you, know are you what, when yeah? it comes to looking for a partner? There, there was this church in America that they had Ti come through to to talk to them or something and the girls went nuts and the pastor's like how do you man know who ti is but not mm-hmm. um, he didn't say that but i was like the, the pastor was very much like wow why are you not getting nut- going nuts over him and then people are flipping the back onto him like why are you inviting ti to your church in the first place um but what i'm what i'm saying is there's there's, there's a double there's a there's there's a hot there's a preaching on holiness and um and keeping yourself together and blah 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 which is good sometimes it can be detrimental um to actually pursuing righteousness and i know that there's there's almost like this facade that people are looking for when it comes to partners and stuff like that this person who has it together christ-wise or whatever um and I think, speaking from my perspective, um, both myself and Jim were very much like, we wanted someone we can grow with. We wanted someone who wasn't necessarily the final product, but we could, as a couple, grow and become the final products, like growing to whatever we're, we're going into, which then made us come into something, come into a relationship thinking, all right, we want something with a lot of room for growth as one of their core requirements for this relationship. I don't think that most people have that now. And I don't think it's just a problem in the church. Picking up on what Peter said in terms of, um, ooh, my wife brought me food. Hello. Um, picking up on what Peter said about arranged marriages and stuff, the one reason that I vibes with the notion of arranged marriages, even though I'm happy I didn't go for an arranged marriage, is that the Western notion of marriage around find someone you fall in love with, butterflies and blah, blah, blah. The whole relationship is based on this feeling of being in love without the recognition of, like, love requires work. Mm. Love requires intentionality. Love requires an investment. But if, if it's an arranged marriage, and not all arranged marriages that are like still going on are actually happy marriages. But in an arranged marriage, there's this recognition from the jump that I'm going to have to work yeah. to know this person, to love this person, to like be in this relationship. And so it's not so much on the case of, oh, let's feel, I'm feeling butterflies, but no, like this is going to require work. Mm-hmm. And that mindset is there from the get-go. And I'm, I'm believing that it just kind of continues throughout it. That's in a healthy relationship, but in cultures where it's very patriarchal, misogynistic and stuff like that, the guy can just dominate and the woman can just yeah. take a subservient position. And yeah. that there isn't healthy. Um, yeah. But it, hopefully in a healthy arranged marriage, um, yeah, like there would actually be love. And I'm, I'm assuming... And it may, it may be a, a, a wrong assumption, but I'm assuming that that's even the case with Mary and Joseph, where Joseph was like, I don't want to disgrace this, disgrace this. I still want to honour her, even in me. And even part of the reasons why God is like, I can, I can work within this relationship, because there's this heart to actually serve. Uh, he was an honourable man, as, as the Bible said. Um, so, yeah. So you think you can have a... Work healthy working marriage without romance in it, or do you think romance is a must in some way, shape, or form? No, not 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 without not void of romance because mm. I think you know there's there's a reason romance exists and there's a reason why it feels good and it feels nice and you know I think 
you could even see uh, romance in the fact that the Bible says when a man is freshly married, he shouldn't go to war. He should mm. enjoy his wife and stuff. And, you know, the song of songs and that. Song of Songs, and, and and so I don't think it's void of romance, and I don't think um, even with arranged marriages and all of that, that there was no romance. Like uh, Isaac got uh, no Abraham got Rebecca for Isaac. Um, am, am I saying that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and What's the servant that got her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent his servant to go to go and bring her. And when 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 they met, when Isaac saw her coming, I think a way off, he exclaimed about how beautiful she was, and and she was you know equally as excited to go. And I was like, yes, I'll go. And of course, it's an older it's an older culture, but we do still see that there was excitement and there was romance and there was love. And so I'm, all these things that we're describing, I don't think necessarily need to be void of romance. Yeah. I just think that's all of those things like butterflies and you know falling head over heels and all of that just falls down in the priority list because we yeah. recognize that we're going to have to work at this yeah and we work you know it's not just having butterflies it's working to create butterflies and, yep. and, and all yep. of that jazz, so yeah mm. and i think there's there's almost this sense of um assurance where you know that both of us are invested into this and we're working towards it when you're being intentional around romance mm. but if romance is coming from a place of panic oh if i don't woo her this this week some some bruce wayne guy is going to kind of come through in his whatever and just sweep her off of her feet and ting, ting done um that's more so a place of panic and that that's not sustainable for a relationship so there's there's a sense of trust and even even in um what Peter was saying in terms of Abraham sending his servant to go get Rebecca for um, Isaac. It was it, it's very interesting because I was listening to a um, a teacher, I can't remember who, but the person was explaining that when um, Abraham got his servant to put his hand under his thigh, he actually got the servant to put his hand on his on his testicles. Um, <laughs> it was it was from, it was from a position of like you you could crush me, mm. like I'm placing my trust in your hands, literally. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, my trust is in your hands. If if you flop this, it's almost equal to crushing my testicles. Um. <laughs> And the reason I bring the reason I bring that Wait, up, who said this? Who said I, this? I can't remember who said it. I can't remember who said it. But I find it interesting, even if it's not true. I find it interesting as a concept. Um, <laughs> and the reason I find it interesting, as a concept, especially relevant now, is there is that level of vulnerability in a, in, in like a, um, a a romantic relationship mm. where that, that placing of trust in this person's hands. Um, where like yo legit your partner could cheat on you but I'm trusting in you not to you could like run away with the milkman but I'm trusting you not to you know the ones there um, but I think society is moving more and more so towards man them just want to go hack a sun man them just want to do what they're doing um, if, you ain't, if you ain't got six figures nah it's not going to work um, if you're if your job ain't stable, then this relationship ain't going nowhere. Blah blah blah. And in as much as there's wisdom in that, in terms of stability, I don't think it, it, that's what makes a marriage. No. But I do I do think that people have that um, notion. Mm. So if you had to advise Christian girls on what they should be looking for in a Christian man or like yeah so like things to look out for and things that are maybe not as important yeah. what would like your top three things be in like in, in like both categories do not look for an embodiment of your pastor yeah <laughs> why not you don't know what the do now. Because technically, technically, people are looking for the embodiments of their fathers. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's nasty. 
No, apparently, <laughs> apparently, if as a child, if you have children, and at some point your children don't communicate something to the effect of, when I'm older, I want to marry you. So your daughters say that to their fathers or their sons say that to their mothers. Then arguably, you haven't done a good job. Because they're not coming at it with the full understanding of what that word yeah. marry means. They're coming at it with, they want to be, they want to love you or they, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like they, rec- they recognise that there's something about the way that you love them yeah. that they still want to, like, hold on to even like, yeah. when they get married. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think, so... I'll answer your question, Robert, but the more I think about it, the more I think the church should also be, or should also facilitate these sort of um, conversations and encounters, there, for lack of a better word. Um, and so the more, I, the more we talk about it, the more I see the relevance of this eligibility thing, which I genuinely thought was a joke, but it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, and it reminds me of Solomon's muse a little bit, but that mm. was that wasn't so much. Uh, it wasn't so deep. much for singles. <laughs> it was just a yeah. Anyway, so things I'll say I'll say for a woman to look out for. Um, I think most importantly, as a Christian woman, you want a man that's Christian, but serious about his Christianity. Like, it, I think that ends up being a catch-all for so many things if you have a guy that's serious about the Christianity. They don't have to be a pastor. They don't have to be mm-hmm. uh, prophets or, mm-hmm. you know, deliverance mm-hmm. or whatever. They just mm-hmm. have to be serious about it. They have to be servant in the church. They don't need no. to have their facial no. flyer. No, exactly. They don't need them things there. Yeah? Exactly. And, and the, the, reason I say, the reason I say no to serving in church is what does serving in church mean? You know, is is there something that they can do? If 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 you're in church and there's not necessarily anything that you can do, and you get there and you you know hold open the door for someone, that me to me that's that's fine because it's not like you don't necessarily have to be serving in church to be serving mm. God. And so my my thing is just make sure that the guy is someone who is serious about God. Mm. And I think that becomes a catch-all for all other things. And then, you know, for me, that's the most important thing. I, I don't know. There's obviously people argue physical attraction, mm. um, all that jazz, uh, having a job. Again, I don't even know if, you know, if, if, if they... There's so many nuances to why a person might be wherever they are. Mm-hmm. In terms of their career, in terms of their um, finances or whatever, and I think <laughs> I think all of those things end up being almost irrelevant mm-hmm. in comparison to the content of that person's character. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Morris just agree with me so that I can keep talking so he can keep eating, no. or if he actually agrees. <laughs> I'm actually agreeing with you. Um, when when I was. Um, dating gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was dating gems, mm. I'm so happy that our parents still listen to this podcast. But when I was dating gems, yeah, it was so peep. Mm. Like, I was working part time in Sainsbury's. Gems used to earn like two, three times more than I did a month. And her mum wrote me off. Her mum like looked at me like I was a waste man, absolute waste man. And even Faith by she was like, "You're not mature. You can't leave my daughter." Just ham character just smeared all over the house. Did she say this to your face? <laughs> Did she say this to your face? Bro, she said that to my face. <laughs> she said that to my face, bro. Gems' mum don't mince her words, you know. I had bought Gems this oriental figurine of like a samurai holding his wife. Um, I bought it for her and she left it in her front room. And her mum legit looked at me and said, that was like an idol in the house of me coming to take their door. And every time she saw it, she wanted to smash it. Oh. I was like, wow. But I'm, I'm saying this to say I agree fully with what you're saying and it's, it echoes some of what I'm saying. So, like, 
physically I may not initially I may not have ticked all the all the boxes um, but I think one one thing that I would I would um, emphasize is like does this person you're looking at have the capacity to lead you spiritually and what does leading spiritually look like because essentially, if, if we believe the Bible, which I hope you do being a Christian, the man is going to be the head of the household. And so it's not necessarily waking up at five o'clock to do Bible prayer and everything's there. But is he willing to invest into you spiritually? Is he willing to to pray with you, pray for you? Is he willing, is, is he there to hear you when, when you, when you, but like you're going through something and to be able to sit with you in that space? Um, is he able to provide some sort of counsel, if not point you towards people that can give you counsel? Is he able to walk with you as you're walking with God and support you? Um, so that would be one of my things. And it, it almost coincides with Peter saying, like being serious about his, his faith and spirituality. Um, I'll be like, does See, he have the capacity to lead you? Mm. So even there, I'd, I'd probably even push back against the use of the word lead because okay. um, where you're completely you're completely right, and you know the structure almost uh, the structure that the Bible presents is God is over the man <laughs> and the man is over the woman sort of thing. Um, but I'm also cognizant of the fact that there are some Debras. And there are some oh, women that are. Oh, <laughs> that there are some women that are more advanced spiritually mm-hmm. than maybe some of the guys that they'd meet. And I think mm-hmm. they, you know, their man might not be in a position to lead you spiritually, mm-hmm. but even in being a leader or being the head of the household, a good leader doesn't necessarily have to be good at everything and can delegate things to be mm-hmm. done. So you could be the spiritual covering of your, of your household. And we know that, you know, for uh, married couples that are already married, if one should get saved, you know, the Bible says not to um, divorce the other because they could be mm-hmm. the other salvation sort of thing. Um so I, I'd, I'd almost even push back against that. Again, maybe speaking more specifically from knowing certain ladies that mm. I think are quite advanced and, mm-hmm. you know, it would be, you, you'd probably have to go and find a pastor <laughs> that's doing everything to be mm. on that level, if that, if that makes sense. If you're looking yeah. for someone that's going to be spiritually more advanced than you, and I don't necessarily think that God requires that. Yeah. Just I, that. Yeah. yeah. One, one thing I would say, and thank you for saying that, because it helps me clarify that in saying leadership is not so much, as you mentioned, advanced. Because um, I don't think that as a leader, so within my subscribers, I'm a leader, but I'm not advanced in every aspect of, of the organisation that I'm leading in. But there's almost a requirement to, to recognise and release people's capacities and what people are able to do. And so in being the leader of the household, it's recognising, again, it's almost like delegating, Ah, oh, like James is better at this than I am. Like, cool. Like, let's let's work it in a way that you're working to your strengths. It's not that everything is on your shoulders, but you're working your strengths, and I'm supporting as best as I can do. And likewise, I'm doing the same. Um, and it's someone who 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 can do that. Now, it's again like no one is going to be perfect. There will be wonderful growth. That you may find a man who has the capacity to do that or the potential to do that, but I almost take some teasing out. Um, mm, mm. Now, I'm not saying go find a project husband. That's that's not <laughs> find someone you can mold into. I'm a change him. No, like that. Like no. <laughs> um, if you find someone who's actually willing to do that work, that's a different situation. But if you find someone you like, you're like, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm be the Holy Spirit in his life. I'm not <laughs> um, you know, like that. Um, so yeah, it's, so it's almost that that leadership capacity, and I don't say leadership from just a spiritual element, mm. uh, but I still recognise that, like for Christianity, anyways, you we all recognise the spiritual element within leadership. Mm. Um, but there there is that capacity for leaders to recognise that I am not the best at everything, but that doesn't okay. that doesn't diminish my leadership within this thing. 
Can I throw a curveball at uh, at Robert? Yeah, go for it. So, <laughs> what do you think about you? Um, oh, with attract <laughs> a Christian woman. <laughs> Ooh. Well, first of all, I'm like so funny. Are you a project? <laughs> oh no, 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 no! You know, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like back, back in the day, when I wasn't doing as well as I was, I used to be so much about, oh, you know, woman should love me for where I am, and when she can see that I, I can become. <laughs> At least you're honest. At least you're honest. <laughs> But then, like, when you get out of that situation, mm. you're like, nah, bro, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so what do I think I can offer? Um, oh, what, what do you think attracts, uh, or what, what do you think about you would attract? Oh, one, I got bars, bars for days. I could just fling out, I could fling out the poem just like that. Choo, 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 choo. And the biblical, though. <laughs> This gigolo. <laughs> if it says God in the in the poem, I, I class it as biblical. That's it, yeah. <laughs> that's criteria these days. Uh, okay, but let's be serious. Uh, no, I do think I am creative in the way I do the romancing. <laughs> um, I think I have a pretty good understanding of christian slash spiritual things so yeah man's not no beginner christian no more (laughs) fair point fair point uh i think i'm logical you know which can come in handy especially if you're a bit more of the emotional and you can like let your emotions get the best of your situations come like chill let's 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 get it on uh, I'm kind, I'm generous, I'm funny, and I'm just lots of fun to be around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. How about you? Okay, I'm going to throw it to you, Peter. What do you think Anita saw in you that made her want to be with you? Because it wasn't uh, the hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have I hurt you or something like? Yeah. <laughs> well, for it. If we were recording visuals for this podcast, yeah, that would have been a meme. Peter's, <laughs> Peter's shuffle would have been a meme. I did not see that coming. Um, no. So with Anita, I think I was, I was a, I was a good option for her. Um, what she, does that mean? It means she was one of those ladies in church that was like. Everyone's trying to set up, you know. You know when your aunties see like a a um, they see a decent woman, and they, everyone's trying to, everyone's trying to like, oh my 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 nephew or my 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 son, yeah. you know, sort of thing. Um, so she was in the in that position, you know. She's she's a really good girl. She's got her head on straight. She's studying uh, to be a pharmacist. Like no issue. She she was just that sort of perfect candidate um and uh i was i was a good option of, of the options that she had i was a, I was a good one oh, what uh, made you good <laughs> um i was i guess i still am uh, serious about about the things regarding god i think at the time that i asked her out i was a deacon i don't know if that played into it um is she beside well, you? No, she's she's gone upstairs. Ah, oh, I was gonna say, let's ask her. <laughs> um, I could text her, see if she'll come downstairs. Um, but yeah, no, I, I she could see that I was serious um, about God from what I do, from the poetry and from everything else, and I was attentive to her, so I was according to her, caring and, and all of those things and interested and available. So, yeah, I, I was just a good option, I think. Are you the best option, do you think? I mean, well, I don't, I, I don't think... The only she, option. 
Exactly. I don't think she would have selected like the second best, if that makes sense. If you've got if you've got six options, I don't think you select the second best or the third best for just choosing sake. I don't think she's that humble. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is this is pride or just logical. logical no, this is just me being logical. This is this is me saying by virtue of her saying yes to me. I'm presuming that. I must have been because it doesn't make sense to do anything otherwise. If that makes sense, mm. yeah. And and I know for a fact it wasn't just like I was the only one asking her out or anything. If that makes sense, I was just. Oh, who, who the other people? Well, she 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 had suitors. She just wasn't interested. She wasn't interested in them. And in your humble opinion, do you think you're better than the other suitors? I don't know them. Oh, and, okay. and and initially, 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 one of the areas I was insecure about was I didn't think I was, because initially I thought I'm too British for her, because you know it, when you are when you are, um, and I guess African Americans suffer this as well when you are British by nationality and maybe for the majority of your life, but you're also Ghanaian by origin. By origin, sorry, you end up being too British for your Ghanaian friends mm. and too Ghanaian for your British friends. And so there were elements where I thought I was too British for her. You know, in terms of like culture and I, I never liked Nigerian movies. I didn't care about, you know, when Ghana plays football, you know, I was into my martial arts and stuff, you know. It, it was just there there would be cultural differences there, um, that were an insecurity. But, you know, like I said. The logic to me at least makes sense that she chose the best option that she could see. She may have been wrong, but she's stuck now. She's got a baby, so she will never know. <laughs> I, was, I was about to ask if you'd ever, if you had, if you did know who the other guys were. I, I, knew, had, I knew of one or two of them, and recently met another one. If you, if you had ever like walked past them with Anita, looked them dead in the eye, like I want. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. That's oh, interesting. You know <laughs> yeah. Okay, final, final, final question. I'm going to more. Well, I guess Mo, Mo spoke a little bit about his. Oh, own. yeah. Okay, actually, yeah. Yeah, Mo. What you, like, if if Jamelia's mom saw you as just one, oh, there's some, there's some blending happening in the, the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James is making a milkshake. Oh. So. If Jamilia's mom saw you as one heathen, and and I'm assuming her dad saw you one as two, Fair. was it rebellion or were you just that good? Hey, <laughs> hey, fam. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. Hey, now I think, I think on my part. So we had been friends ever since I became a Christian, two thousand and eight, and we started dating in. 2012 so it was about three to four years that we had known each other and so she had seen my growth and I think in those two uh, three to four years we really got to know each other we really got to know each other and um, to the point where we used to pray every night we used to talk we, like on a regular basis um, and I take no credit for that. She was the one that was putting in all the work. And not from a, uh, like, I'm trying to get to the but I was just like, no, just on a friendship level. She, she's one of those friends that she's really invested into her friendships. Um, and so we just got to kind of know each other a lot more. And I think we, we were both looking for different things in, in partners. Um, but... And this this is funny because it's like we were we were both writing poetry, and we had written pieces about the person we wanted. Um, and it got to a point where um, we started talking a bit more seriously about partners and stuff. And God led both of us at the same time back to our respective pieces about the person that we wanted. And as you we were both reading it individually without even recognising that we're both doing the thing, God started to reveal each other's natures to us within the piece. And so there was almost that revelation of the person I've wanted has been there all this time. 
Um, and because we've just grown with each other in the faith, there was already that foundation of, oh, well, like, I know that this person's got a heart for God. I know that this person, like, falls and blah, 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 but they still get up and they still try to go. There's room for growth and stuff like that, but I know of this person's heart for God. Um, so that, that, that was something that really helped and just that sense of, like, this is the direction that God is leading me down. Um, is another thing that was very much like, all right, cool, let's let's invest into this. So yeah, I wouldn't say it was me. I wouldn't say that man spat the bars or whatever. Like it was all God, and that's not even a cop out on my part. Like legit, it was all God. It sounds like a cop out, but okay. Um, final question. Outside of being a serious Christian, what is one thing you would tell Christian girls to work on to improve their chances of getting a good Christian man? Outside of being a good Christian? Yes. I would say um, enjoying their life. And not, not in a reckless, worldly, go be a shower not that's that's not what i'm saying just go out hang out with your friends just enjoy life like marriage once you're in it becomes a major part of your life but marriage is not the entirety of your life if that makes sense and so i say like live have fun um be godly just go out and do like enjoy the life that god has given you in a way that honors god and trust in him to bring the person to you at the right time. Um, and the reason I say that is sometimes we can almost like make finding a partner such a focal point that we don't enjoy the life that God has given us. And also without just on a, on a practical level, without recognizing that when you start first start having conversations with your partner, you're going to be talking about what you like doing. You're going to be talking about just normal day-to-day life. And if your day-to-day life includes prayer, reading, Bible, which I hope it does, you'll be talking about that as well. But you'll be talking about, like, oh, like I went to the cinema and I like watch, I watched this film, I really liked it, blah, blah, blah. And, and he or she will get to know you through that. Where it's very much like, oh, this person likes action films. Oh, they like drama, they like this, they like that. And it makes you a more well-rounded person. So just live the life that God has given you in a way that honors him. And even if you're looking for a partner, don't make that the focal point. And plus, you're not going to find a partner being cooped up in your house all day. Yeah. Interestingly, like, that was literally, not in the same words, but exactly what I was going to say was, like, work on you. Mm-hmm. And working on you, not just on like your 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 look or, or whatever, but on your personality, on the mm-hmm. things that make you you. Like mm-hmm. the worst thing is just to be like, oh, I'm just I'm just I just go out, and then there's nothing else to you than <laughs> on a Saturday I, I can put on makeup and I go out. Like what 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 what's make like yeah. be you in everything that God has made you to be. Be interesting because God has made you interesting. Like. You like uh, you're interested in like like Mo saying interested in drawing or you're interested in reading or whatever like the things that make you you work mm. on those to be more you because yeah. at the end of the day that's what's going to make you stand out as yeah. well and that's what you bring to the marriage you bring you yeah. to the marriage yeah yeah what about oh. you what's your advice oh what's my advice um. I would say don't don't try and like don't try and become a wife preemptively but mm. look at look at the things that you think you're, uh, the partner that you want would want and just have time reflection and see how how you match up with that mm. Mm. nah I, I don't know if i agree with that you know why not <laughs> tell me why because it, it's it's, I, I see it as the person that you're, like, you should accept the person you're with 
for who they are and they should accept you for who you are. Now, it, no. doesn't, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't remove room for growth and room for compromise, but there's almost this, you can't preempt what the person you're envisioning is going to like. I don't think you can preempt that. And I think if you try to preempt that, you're going, there's, a, there's a danger of trying to mold yourself over a, an ideal that you have that may not necessarily line up. And the worst thing you might want to do is resent the person that you almost tried to prepare yourself for because he didn't want the person you're preparing to be. Mm. So that's, that's why I'd push back on it yeah. slightly. And I, say I didn't, you, you, I didn't okay, say yeah. change, I said reflect. Okay. 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 Yeah, I said I said reflect, because you know, and like for your reflection, you might see, oh, maybe I can't do X, Y, and Z, or or you may you may think actually no, this this thing about me is great. This this stuff can 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 stay. Um. Yeah. I was gonna say something else, but I can't remember it. Maybe we'll come back. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I'll be a nice place to round up. Um, hookups, yeah. Can I go first? You can. So, the Veroni Kenshin movies are oh, yeah. out on Netflix. Have you watched them? I've watched all of them except for the new one, which only came out this year, I believe. The final, but they've got all four. And then after the final, I think there's another one that's coming. So, the, the, the last the last movie is in two parts the final is out and there's also on, the, on netflix and then the last I one i think will come out well the final so it's called the final and then there's origin mm. which is next the next one for whatever reason but look this is hands down the best anime adaptation that exists <laughs> all four movies watch it in order because it just gets better they're on Netflix. Go and watch it. It's legit. <coughs> Thank me later. Ronnie Kenshin movie, Samurai X. Cool. Where's the go next? Yeah. So my hookup is an album by a guy called Mick Jenkins. Um, and the album's called The Water. And it's got an apostrophe. Uh, it's got a bracket S. Open and close bracket with an S and S in the middle of it. Now this this song, this album, is every song has got an explicit label beside it. So just 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 know what you're about to listen to. But this album, huh, huh, the album dropped in 2014. By the way, um, he's got more albums, but I, I've listened to I've listened to part of them, but they didn't quite get to me like this one. Yeah, this this one is this one's this one's big. This one's big. He's got a flow slightly similar to Ah oh, I forgot I've forgotten who but yeah. Cool. Uh, my hookup is oh hold on make it. Let's make it let's let's make an artist. So a UK trap drill artist. His name is Tion Wayne. Okay. And you might know him from songs like Keisha and Becky, Body, Wow. And yeah, I don't listen to much music these days, but he's someone that, like, whenever he, he puts out something, like, especially with Russ, him yeah. and Russ together. They're Apparently, they're working, on a, they're working on a local project together still. They should. They should. It, it, it'll be hard. Them two, them two, when they get together, it's amazing. Um, like the, the last song they did was a song called Body, mm. and then they had this like one white guy called Ardi. He came and smashed the whole thing, like someone's like one random white boy from like Brighton, I think he's from. <laughs> he was such a chav, but he was so sick. I do think um, Bugsy Malone had had the best verse in that song, but anyway, check out Tion Wayne. Come on. Cool. Um, outro. Shout out to the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us on Twitter at Defense UK. You can find us on Instagram, TBS Furnace, at TBS Furnace. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash backslash furnace, no apostrophe. 
on all good podcast websites and apps. The Blacks for the Swimming Apostrophe. Yeah, that's it. Yes, sir. So this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out.